recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge, high atop the Elmer Snodgrass Building in beautiful Midtown Portsmouth, Virginia. It's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host, Phyllis Floyd. Tonight, the 100th episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the old podcast. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. We are here, and it's the 100th episode. Indeed, in wow. a very, very special building, I wow. see. Wow, of course it is. It couldn't be any other building we'd be in for this one. Not for this one. 100 episodes. That's going to be a chore for people to figure out. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, certain people will know it. Go on a quest. <laughs> Everyone must know the joy of Elmer Snodgrass. Indeed, indeed. But 100 episodes. Who'd have thunk we'd get this many done? Not I. No, I had faith. I figured you'd get here. We'd get here. And here's hoping to 100 more. Indeed. But man, what do we start this back in, what was it, 2015? Something like that? I don't even remember. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, me and Tony started and uh, kept going. And away it went. And away it went. And uh, Tony comes back now and again and uh, well, actually, we'll be on the next episode. Yes, hear tell. As of this recording... Once we're done recording this one today, tonight, <laughs> we'll have two in the can. We're ahead of the game for once. Amazing. <laughs> Instead of at the last minute. So tonight we're talking about the podcast itself. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of the past episodes. A retrospective, yeah. if you were, or but if you will. But the next episode, number 101, is going to be uh, Tony's coming back, like I said, and we're going to talk about the Phantasm franchise. That's going to be a long one, folks, so buckle up. Yeah, we have to cover five movies over the course of 30 years worth of uh, time there. And uh, it was fun. It was fun getting back and talking with Tony again. And we had a good time with that one. So listen, won't you? And I hope you enjoy it. Indeed. It doesn't take you 30 years to discuss it. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a long episode. (laughs) Tonight, I don't know how long this one's going to be tonight. This could be short. This could be long. Talking about some of our favorite movies that we've done episodes on. And just talk about the podcast itself. How much fun it's been to do it. And we've had some really good response from people. I never really look to see you know how many people have listened or where people are listening from. I know you've done it once or twice. Yeah, and, I've checked a few times. And we just have got an curious. email from um, uh, a guy over in England that listens, which is, was blew my mind. It's really cool. And, and thanks for listening. Actually, I still have something I'm going to send out to you. I haven't forgot. Yeah, you know, that's I've just been, a been real busy. Yeah. You've been I've just real, that. been real busy. And every time I think about it, it's like midnight. And I'm like, I can't go to the post office now. So <laughs> I'll get it out. Don't worry. I have something in the mail for you. Don't get too excited. It's not real spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> but just a little, hey, thanks for listening kind of thing, you know. And thanks for the emails. That's really cool. Uh, and anybody else that's, that's responded and everybody else that's responded, I really appreciate it. It means a lot to hear from people. Yeah. And well, it's always to know fun that they. To- it's they like what we're doing here, you know? Yeah. It's always great to talk to people who have the same interests. This is really a, a labor of love. I mean, you know, we definitely don't get paid anything for doing this. We just like talking about these movies and, and the different stuff and really like getting together with, you know, some of the guest hosts we've had come on, other friends that really love this stuff too. is always a blast. Uh, and reconnecting with people. Like uh, a couple episodes that we had Joe uh, Pilconis on. I hadn't talked to Joe before that in well over oh god maybe 10 15 years when i used to run sound 
for my cousin's band, my cousin Brad, his band, The Beam, at the time, and Joe was uh, the lead singer in that and played guitar and some bass and all. And we got, you know, we got along great back then. But you know, you, it's one of those kind of things. You just move on. You lose touch with people. People get families and jobs and stuff and live in different states. So that was a lot of fun reconnecting with Joe and remembering that we had this love for this type of movie, the classic horror movies and cult movies in common. And the couple podcasts we did, I said, what did we do? We did uh, Death Master with Joe and Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Two opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> on types of movies, but it was a lot of fun. And it's always great to, to bounce off at a different point of view. Yeah about the same thing. Right. Not necessarily opposing points of view, but just a different, somebody's different perspective. Yeah. You know? And sometimes when it's opposing, that's fun too. You'll see that in Phantasm. The Phantasm episode <laughs> a little bit. Not so much opposing, but just different. We, we talked about, the, the, especially the last movie, how something I, I like about it and Tony prefers another part of it. But okay. we both appreciate both parts. Yeah. You know, so... But it was, it was fun. Well, we'll wait to hear that part in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, speaking of, of Joe, you uh, you have to get a hold of him and do something else yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody that I've that I've had on here that we've co-hosted with, I do want to get back and do more with Yeah. eventually. It's just with us, <laughs> we're just so busy with other stuff a lot of the time and real life. You know, it's not just extracurriculars. It's just real life. And everybody knows how that is. Time gets away from you. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's. Friday or Saturday, a new episode's due Monday. What are we going to do? Well, and we got to figure out what we're going to do it on. And then, you know, other it's not like calling somebody at the last minute. Most people have plans and stuff. So we just find a movie, watch it, settle down, and do do the podcast. Yeah. The two of us. And uh, which is not a bad thing because we, we enjoy that. Yes. Well, I mean, we've been talking about what to, what to do for the 100th episode for a few months now. Yeah. And what? we've had many, many things come yeah. up and, you know. Uh, well, initially it was like, what movie did we talk about for the 100th episode? Yeah. And there was no all-encompassing film because there's so many of them that we like. Yeah. And we've done quite a few that I would think this would have been a good 100th episode. Right. But we've already done them. Right. And then one thing that popped into my head was... Um, a clip show. A clip show <laughs> where we talk about the episodes that we like and we insert clips from those episodes right. with some of the other hosts and the co-hosts we've had. And that would be an editing nightmare for Phyllis and probably take at least a week's worth to do and do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't come up with this idea a month ago. I came up with it last week. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. And then we thought, you know, well, the Phantasm series would be good. Yeah. And we recorded that one with the intention of doing a hundred that for the hundredth episode, honestly. And then we started thinking, well, you know, we ought to do a retrospective since this is a hundred episodes. Yeah. And go back and talk about them, like like Johnny used to do on the Tonight Show on any anniversary <laughs> show. Except we don't have clips to show or to listen to. But we figured we would go back, we talk about the podcast like we're doing now, and then talk about some of our favorite movies that have been discussed on it. Right. Uh, and I do want to mention uh, some of the, uh, mention all the co-hosts that we've had that I've I've had a ball talking to each one. Tony Mercer started the podcast with me, of course. My lovely wife Phyllis. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Phyllis and I are married. In case that didn't come across did, did in any that of the, never in case we never mentioned that on any of the podcasts. <laughs> and it's it's great that we both love this kind of stuff. I love some aspects of it a lot more than you do. But. <laughs> 
Well, and I love other aspects aspects of it more than that's you true, do. and that gives us a good back and forth and you know point of view type of thing. Like I was saying, that works great. Dan Perry, who I think we did Assault on Precinct Thirteen was, and that's one of my favorite zombie movies, mm-hmm. which is not a zombie movie, but it's a zombie movie. <laughs> uh, if you don't understand, go back and listen to that episode. That was number. Let's see what number. Uh, that was num- episode number twenty for those of you with the sc- keeping score. Yeah, you, know, you can't tell the players without a program. I need to get back with Dan and do another one sometime. I have to figure out which one to do. Maybe Fulci Zombie. That might be fun. What do you think, Dan? What? Oh, can't hear him. <laughs> it's not a live call-in show. Professor Sam Batman, who we've done a couple episodes with. And longtime friend, punk-ass Clayton Sayre. <laughs> <laughs> but Clayton and I have known each other for well over 20 years. And you know, you've been saying well over 20 years for the past 20 years. I think you need to change that. Okay. Since about 89. Okay. That's better. That's over over 20 years. (laughs) Over 20 years. Okay. Wait, didn't you just tell me when you went to California for the, uh, the museum stuff that you did your 30th anniversary? Oh yeah. Yeah. So now you need to up it to 30. Yeah. (laughs) Still over 20, but yeah. Yeah. Clayton and I had our 30th anniversary a few months ago. We, we went on a, Clayton lives in Georgia. Uh, yes, he he left me and moved away a few years ago. <laughs> but I think I talked about this on an episode uh, a while back. Uh, the opportunity came up to work on an exhibit for the Hollywood Museum in L.A. So it's ongoing. It's going on right now. It'll be going for about a year. It's yeah, a well, tribute. Right to... now is what July of 2019. Yeah, 2019. <laughs> we we worked on it back in April. It's, it's a Tribute to the Six Million Dollar Man TV show. It's the 40th anniversary of the TV show. And we worked on the big death probe machine and a couple of the mannequins uh, for Oscar Goldman and the Fembot and the Mascutron, the John Saxon, and some other some other odds and ends we worked on with Kelly, if I can pronounce his last name right, Delacambre. I, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Kelly. Uh, hell of a guy. We had a ball working with him out there and hope we get to do it again sometime. So much fun. And if you get out to the Hollywood Museum, you can see the stuff we worked on. It was a lot of fun. But realized when we were out there back in April, because Kelly was saying, man, you guys have known each other a long time. I'm like, yeah, it's been, how long has it been? And we realized it was 30 years, almost to the month that we met. So we, we went on a trip for our 30th anniversary. Is what it worked out. <laughs> But we had a ball, and I, you know, I need to get up with Clayton, and we need to talk about something else again because it's funny when we talk about stuff, we we agree on so many things, but then there's some stuff in film that we're just we totally don't agree on. <laughs> you have a set film already. You just need to get it. Yeah, done. yeah. Been about We've been it talking about like it for a years. long time, and we'll we'll get to it. About, I'm not even going to mention it again until we get it set in stone that it's done. <laughs> but we're going to get back, and Clayton and I are going to do another one. And of course, Tony and I are going to do some more, and. I'm going to get up with Sam and we're going to do some more and Joe and I are going to do some more and and then you get Dan over and we can do another one. And yeah. oh, and I almost forgot uh, Jessica. Yeah. And Craig. And Craig. Yeah. I get, I'm, I see I'm going off on tangents. Well, you, you're not done out. naming people. Actually, no, so no. We so I haven't finished that, that. But yeah, my good buddy, my brother up in uh, Richmond and the mean streets that work in the mean streets of Seafield, uh, Craig Eckridge. We did a couple. Hell, what do we did? Did we do zombie? No, we did demons. Mm hmm. And then we did black exploitation horror, I think. No, no, we did Sugar Hill. That's Sugar what we did. Hill, yeah. yeah, and that was fun, man. I love that movie. We had a we had a good. Oh, and we did Kolshak. Yep. You know, and who doesn't love Kolshak and, and Night Stalker and Remo? That was a personal one for both of us. You know, 
we were going to do that one regardless of whether we recorded it or not. We were going to talk about it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica, little yep. Jessica and I, we did uh, I Spit on Your Grave. That film gets a weird rap because it is so harsh. It was great to have a female perspective because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because of the nature of the film. And it's funny because it's like we talked about, and you can go back and listen to that episode. Uh, as harsh it is, as it is, uh, she loves the film mm-hmm. and she's not a masochist about or anything, but it's the fact that it's, you can say, oh, it's misogynistic. It's like, or you could say it's a female empowerment film because of what she goes through and then she just wrecks shop on those yeah, guys, gets her revenge. how she rises above a book. Yeah. yeah. Above because, it. you know, the, one of the original... Uh, original titles of it was Day of the Woman. Right. They changed it and for distribution. It was. Yeah, for distribution. I spit on your grave to get more of the the grindhouse crowd to yeah. come see it, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so you should get back to everybody. You haven't finished naming people. So we've got through um, Clayton and Clayton and Sam Craig and, and Sam, Craig. Jessica, Joe, Dan, Tony. John Dimes. Oh, yeah, Dimes. Yeah, uh, Dimes and I did one, which uh-huh. was a lot of fun. And we talked about the movie a little bit. Um, that's the funny thing about whenever uh, Dimes and I get together, we just talk. It, it, the conversation just goes all over the place. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a joy and it's fun. It's refreshing. We have a great time, and, and we have so laugh much all day. We do. It's it's constant <laughs> laughing, and we have so much in common that it's bizarre. Two totally different dudes growing up in totally different places, but grew up liking the same stuff. Yeah, and again, we love a lot of the same stuff. And we have the same views on a lot of stuff, but we have opposing views on a lot of stuff. And that keeps it interesting. Yep. And, man, who else? Do we have? Uh, Craig T. Adams. Mr. Adams, yeah. Yeah, got a, some nice insight to his uh, early career and getting into the horror host game with him on do- the Dr. Madblood show and all. That was a lot of fun. Always, I love hearing the, the history of things that I really like. And especially horror host is a thing that's really near and dear to me growing up as a monster kid and having Dr. Madblood to watch in the middle of the night on Saturday nights and getting to know the Madblood crew and Craig Adams and everybody and Deborah and those folks was just is just amazing. Sometimes it's still weird to me that I know them. It's great because we've all become kind of friends and stuff. What do you mean kind of friends? Well, we are. We have become, dear friends. Oh, yeah, we are. We're all dear friends now. But and I, well, I guess I said kind of because that sometimes it strikes me odd as like, I know these people and I'm friends with them now. Yeah. You know, it's just like a, like a dove who <laughs> hits you for a split second. Yeah. And then it's gone. Yeah. It's like that. I mean, we're friends and we've been friends for years and it's and it's second nature. But then once in a while, it's like, folks I watched on Dr. Mad Blood. Yeah. How growing did this up happen? And stuff, yeah. You know, and it's the kind of thing that I wanted to be friends with these people when I was younger watching it on TV, mm-hmm. but they were people on TV. Right. Yeah. And as a kid, they were just as famous to me as Charlton any, Heston, as Heston or, or Starsky and Hutch or anything else I was watching at the time, you know, because yeah. TV was TV as a kid. You yeah. Know? yeah. And it came on right after Saturday Night Live. Right. And it was just me awake in the middle of the night with these folks watching old monster movies. Right. And it was a ball. And, you know, I'm I'm really thankful that I've become friends with them and everything now. And like I said, especially with Craig and Deborah and Dr. Madblood and, uh, you know, that would be cool. I would really like to get Dr. Madblood on here sometime. Yeah. 
I'll have, have, have to ask him. Talking. That would be f- fun to talk to him about old classic monster movies. Yeah. And he actually, little bits of things I've heard about his career and his life is pretty fascinating. Yeah. So that would be fun to talk about. Well, maybe you can sit him down for a half hour at Monster Fest or something. Something. We'll yeah. see. That would be cool. But, well, you know, that's enough about all that. Um, I believe we've covered everybody. I, you know, I hate to say that and have forgotten anybody because it's yeah. been, you know, four years now and yeah. I if, can't remember. If we've left anybody out that has been a co-host, I sincerely apologize. But it's all been fun and been a blast with everybody. Well, why don't we go back and just kind of yeah, skim go, through all the episodes and then you can remember who you co-hosted with. Let's do that. Um, so the very first episode you did was Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. Yeah, which was really special to me because that was the first movie I ever, the first Universal film I can remember seeing, and it was the first time I ever watched Dr. Madblood. That was the film they were showing. Okay, and that was with Tony, of course. Yeah, Tony and I did that, and uh, so that's a uh, movie that's near and dear to my heart for a lot of reasons, Mm -hmm. Uh, least of which is Cheney Jr. is the Wolfman in it. Yeah. The second episode was Dracula versus Frankenstein and Werewolves on Wheels oh, because you didn't have enough to talk about with just one of them, so you combined them. Yeah, which with Tony. Yeah, we, we probably could have, but it was fun doing a double feature. Yeah, because the you know movies like that were released as double features in the seventies, sixties, and seventies in the drive-ins and grindhouses and all. So it kind of, that kind of fit in, and those are two movies I really like a lot, and Tony does also, and. They're not really great movies by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but there's just something about them. Yeah. Know? And we go into it in depth right. uh, on that podcast. Yeah, that was a really good episode. Hey, we all know how we're going to die, baby. We're going to crash and burn. The third episode was Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, are we going to re- go down and talk about every single episode? I want to name every one of them. Okay, it's the 100th we'll episode. Okay. Why not? Okay. If everybody gets bored, they'll stop listening. <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise, of course, that's been a, a movie that's been real special, to, special to me, it's, special to us. Yeah, I love Phantom of the We've Paradise. We've loved that forever and a day. It's one of those I remember seeing pictures of in Famous Monsters when I was a kid, and I saw like a clip. It could have been on Mad Blood when I was younger, yep. but saw a clip of it late night. Of I, I remember that him swinging at the end on that rope, yep, and grabbing Paul Williams' mask, and then finally. As a teenager later on, I got a copy on VHS and got to really watch it and have just loved it ever since. Yeah. You know, for a great many reasons. But The next one, number four, was Demons. And that was, was that Craig and Tony? Yeah, yeah. Craig came down and Tony and Craig and I sat down and we talked about Demons, which is a fun film, if especially if you like Euro horror. It's one of the uh, better, well, I, I can't say better, but one of the more fun ones to watch. Yeah. Five was High School Confidential. Yeah, and we that take Tony. Yeah, we take a break from uh not really take a break, but we break from talking about horror movies, sci-fi stuff and go into uh, the uh juvenile delinquent films and High School Confidential being probably one of the best of the lot of that. And of course we go into a lot of stuff on that episode. I had not seen it up until that point, so Tony and I watched it and we had a good time talking about it. There's a lot of stuff going on in that. And that whole that whole genre of film, mm-hmm. you know, I need to get in and watch some more of that kind of stuff. So number six was Batman 1966 with Tony. <laughs> the number seven was titled Bat Tangents, which was Batman Part Two. Yeah. Which I thought was really funny because by number seven, I guess you, you guys kind of realize that you tend to talk with lots and lots of tangents. And that's become yeah. kind of our... <laughs> our thing <laughs> we, yeah we go off we, on tangents we get all back the to the movie eventually you know <laughs> but you know the batman 66 show there's so much to talk about in that because there's so much going on and on one level as a kid watching the reruns in the 70s as a kid 
It was Batman. It was live action Batman. It was awesome. And, but then watching it as an adult, you have a whole nother appreciation for it on a different level. Mm-hmm. And it's like you, you get to a point as a young adult where, oh, it's campy, it's silly. And a lot of people stay in that frame of mind. But then you go back and watch it kind of objectively and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Everything was done on that on purpose and for right. a reason there was nothing done on that show just haphazardly because it was just silly one of my favorite things is people always joke about oh they have labels on everything you know bat computer bat fingerprint device bat phone bat this bat, bat everything. everything and the reason they did that partially yeah it's kind of funny but it was shorthand it was basically so the viewer could see what it was not have to wonder and they didn't have to take time because they only had it was a half hour episode yeah they didn't have to take seconds away from the episode, which is a long time on film, to explain and point out what it was they were on, yeah. what they were using to work with. You know, it was all labeled so you, the viewer could see it. It's right. kind of like, a you know, a caption in a comic book. Right. And on the one level, it's like, oh, that's goofy. They got it labeled. On the other level, it's like... Genius. You don't have to think about it. You just, boom, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so it was brilliant. And the comedy on that thing was so... that played straight... And a lot of things were real subtle that you miss when you're younger. Yeah. And Burgess Meredith, brilliant. Indeed. So. So kind of a, a short tangent, but you know, just yeah. a, if you guys haven't watched the animated episode oh, or the animated yeah. movies from this stuff. Yeah, the two they did just in the last couple of years, but right before Adam West died, there was the, um, oh, what was the first one called? I can't remember. Batman 66, and it was something. And the second was uh, Batman 66 or Batman versus Two-Face. Yeah. And Shatner did the voice of Two Face on this episode, and or this film, and he was brilliant in this. Really good. Yeah. I mean, what the, it, both of them were good. Yeah. But what it is, it's we that, just watched. Yeah, the other they're one. two animated films where Burt Ward and Adam West and Julie Newmar came back to do the voices mm-hmm. of their characters, and it's done in the style of the show, mm-hmm. but animated. And the people they've got doing uh, the Joker's voice and Riddler's voice are really good mm-hmm. imitations of what they're doing. It's a nod and a wink to other incarnations of Batman and some of it right. is so much fun. Shatner really blew me away, though, in his subdued mm-hmm. take on what he did with Harvey Dent and Two-Face. It Agreed. It's fantastic. Yeah. Highly yeah. recommended. There you go. So uh, look, you actually get in a recommendation. Go yeah, watch you, it. You can pick those up at Walmart. Yeah. Or yeah, well, actually, um, DVD Amazon Prime has it uh, has the Two Face episode oh, or they? the Two Face movie on right now. Oh, so they can watch it for free. You can watch it for free if you've got Prime. I'm not sure if the first one's on there, but I know the second one is. So the next episode, episode eight, is called Intermission. Do you remember what you guys talked about? It was you and Tony. No, I think we just did a stream of consciousness on that. We just start talked about what whatever was on our mind and about about films and about you know genre related stuff. And yeah. we just thought it'd be a one a kind of a fun. Let's see what happens kind of episode. Yeah, and I think I remember enjoying listening, but I can't remember for the life of me. I mean, that was four years ago, so yeah. I don't know I'll what I'll have to go back and listen to that again. That'll be a nice uh, surprise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, so episode nine is Spider Baby. That was you and Tony oh, again, right? Yeah, that is one of my favorite movies. Every one of these is one of my favorite movies. I was going to say, somebody should start take, taking down uh, a note how many times Rob says this is his favorite movie. Yeah, to just take a drink every time I say that. <laughs> Drinking um, game for the podcast. Yeah, Spider Baby is a great movie. It's it's one of those, a lot of people know about it, and a lot of people don't. And it's a small, low-budget, almost you know, independent film, and it's a lot of, Lon Chaney Jr., one of his later roles, and uh, it's a great film. I'm, 
I'm not going to go into everything about it. It's just one of those, you get a chance to watch this movie, watch this movie. Yep. Or if you want to watch it with me, I'll watch it any damn time. If you're, you know, yeah. anybody around call. here, anybody local that wants to watch it, I will watch it any time. It's a great movie. If you're not local, give Rob plane ticket money and he'll come see it with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, episode 10 was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. That was the Tony and I talking about the Frederick March, uh, the best version of Jekyll and Hyde for my money. Pre-code movie, a lot of really suggestive stuff going on in there. You know, the pre-code era, a lot of that stuff did go on, but it's really a, you're like, ooh, wow, I got that on film. What are they doing? No blatant nudity or anything, but a lot smarter than just doing blatant nudity. And it's one of those, Frederick Mark's great performance as as Hyde. And then I believe he got an Academy Award for that. Uh, Eleven is Island of Lost Souls. Island of Lost Souls, uh, this Dr. Moreau story, the first one to film, I do believe. Charles Lawton playing the smarmiest Dr. Moreau. Just he could just look at the camera and make you feel creepy. Yeah. In that role, and that's a that's a really good film. Yeah. Uh, I need that on Blu-ray. Well, I, I really do. That. Number twelve was Star Trek: The Mission Picture with Tony. Yep, I believe this was the last episode that Tony and I did together on the regular. Yeah, and that was a film that. Again, you go back and look at it years later as an adult and have a different point of view of it yeah. as you did as a kid. I remember seeing it in the theater, I think at Janoff, when I was a kid when it came out. And of course, at first, you know, I loved it as a kid because it's Star Trek. You get a little older, and it's like, oh, this is kind of boring, you know. But then you go back and look at it again, it's like, no, this place is pretty good, you know. <laughs> right. All right. 13 is children shouldn't play with dead things. Yeah, I think this was the first episode, actually, I just did by myself. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those 70s grindhouse drive-in movies that I just love to death. The opening of it is genuinely creepy. Yeah. And then it's just kind of weird and bizarre and has a good stretch of stuff where it's character of the characters interacting and not a whole lot scary stuff's going on except for the setting they're in is, is scary. And then the end, it just steamrolls, yeah. you know, at the end. A lot of fun. Again, any of these movies, recommend checking them out yourself. Number 14 is Sugar Hill. That was with Craig. Yeah, right? brought Craig in on that. We both have a love for black exploitation horror stuff. And this is a great one to, to do with the beautiful Marky Bay as Sugar Hill. And one of my favorites as the villain in the piece, Robert Quarry, as the mobster villain, along with, I cannot remember the cat's name right now, but his right hand man, I think it was Sweet. What he, it was his name in that, but it's Mac from Night Court, come to find out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Number 15 is I Spit on Your Grave. That's with Jessica for the first time. Yeah, I brought Jessica in with well, that. And only time, actually, but yeah. yeah. Like we talked about a few minutes ago, I Spit on Your Grave is a great grindhouse. It is a grindhouse film. You talk about, yeah, I want to see a grindhouse film. What should I watch? I Spit on Your Grave. Yep. Yeah, yep. Or Last House on the Left. Yeah. 16 is Giant Monsters of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah, that's another one I think I did. That's a big episode. I did by myself. That's a big episode. (laughs) Might not be long, but it's big. Uh, The episode, I mean. I I think I had just done a presentation, or we did a PowerPoint at Fantasy on Giant Monsters of the 50s and 60s, I think. And then I decided, well, that'd be a good podcast to talk about. Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe they did a podcast and they did the presentation. But uh, yeah, if anybody's having a sci-fi convention or an event and needs a 
panel presentations or anything. Give us a holler. <laughs> yeah, give us a holler. We have a lot of uh, PowerPoint presentations on cult films that we've done over the years and are going to be doing Can more. Do new ones. But this one is one we did on giant monsters of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And, you know, going back to Beast from 20,000 Fathoms up through the De Laurentiis King Kong and everything in between. And that's a, you know, those movies are so much fun to watch. And especially the 50s atomic stuff I love so much. Yep. So that Same. was a ball talking about that. 17 is Panic in Year Zero. This is the first one that you and I did together. It is indeed. I believe. And I love that movie. It, oh, isn't it great? That movie is above and beyond. And again, it's one of those I saw as a kid on Dr. Mad Blood. It stuck with me, though. Yeah. Well, but it yeah. wasn't one of my favorites because it didn't have a monster in it. Mm, you know, you. as a yeah. kid. But it's I remembered there was a feeling I got from it. Yeah. And as an adult, going back and watching it later, it's like, this is an awesome movie. It really is. It's really intense for that era. Mm-hmm. And Ray Milan wasn't playing. No. <laughs> it wasn't at all. He meant business in that. Yeah, Panic in Year Zero Taking is care of his an family. amazing film. Yeah, amazing. get that and watch it if you haven't yet. Again, you want to watch it, call me. I'll watch it with you. Yeah. Black and white, post-apocalyptic. Ray Milan, Frankie Avalon, yes, playing his son. And is it Gene, Gene Hagen, I think, from Singing in the Rain? Right. Believe it or not. Yeah. 18 is Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Brother Craig comes back, and we talk about one of our favorite TV shows as kids. Darren McGavin as Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Enough said. Yep. <laughs> Number 19, Last House on the Left. Last House on the Left. I think I did this one by myself. If I'm not mistaken, this is one of those, another film that gets a, it doesn't get a bad rap, but it does get a bad rap, I guess. It gets a rap as being uh, a super intense, one of the, you know, oh, most intense horror movies ever made and so awful and bad. And it is kind of intense, but there's a lot of other movies out nowadays that are, they're a hell of a lot more graphic and gross. Yeah, no kidding. This movie, I think, bothers people because of the creepy documentary feel of it. Yeah. The way it's shot, well, it's, it's it not... feels like, and I said this on the podcast, I believe, it feels like when you're watching this that you're in the room with the people yeah. watching, but you can't do anything to help them. Well, and it's certainly not comfortable material, you know. No, it no. puts you, it, it makes you uncomfortable and it's supposed to. So it's, because it's, it's successful movie making. It, it's kind of real. It's yeah. like this could be, this could happen. And do, this stuff does happen. It does. 20 is a tw- uh, yeah. Assault on Precinct 13 with Daniel. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. That's one of those movies that I have always loved. And and I love sharing with people that haven't seen it. When I tell them it's the best non-zombie zombie movie and they look at me funny, I'm like, watch it. <laughs> and you'll see. Yeah. For 21, William Castle's Homicidal. You returned. I do. To the podcast, and we talk about one of our favorite directors, William Castle. I love William Castle. And that was a movie I don't think either one of us had seen up until that point, so mm-hmm. that was a good, nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. 22 is Death Race 2000. One of my all-time favorite movies. I think I did. Are we drunk yet? Did I do that one by myself, or <laughs> were you in on that one with me? You know, I can't remember. It seems like I should have been if yeah. I wasn't, because I love Death Race 2000, yeah. but... I That's can't remember if movies. I talked to you or the not. The original Corman Death Race 2000 is the only one. Don't watch that Jason, Jason Statham shit. And don't watch <laughs> the remake, not the remake, but the sequel that Corman did, Death Race 2050. Which is really sad. The first 10 minutes, it starts off, it's a lot of hope that it's going to be pretty good. Except for the Frankenstein car and costume look like shit. 
And then it just takes a turn where it's like, okay, this is just a crappy made movie, story-wise. Anyway. Yeah. Sad, sad. Anyway, uh, 23, Deathmaster. Deathmaster, bringing Joe, comes on, and we talk about Robert Quarry's hippie vampire outing as the Deathmaster. And like I said before, it's really great reconnecting with Joe, and man, what a bizarre movie to, to reconnect with. Yeah. Number 24 is Santa Claus. Did that one by myself. That was the Christmas episode, which I repost every Christmas, because if you have not seen this Mexican Santa Claus film, you need to watch this every Christmas. It's bizarre, and that's all I'm going to say. Number 25 is Bigfoot, Evil Knievel, and Saturday Morning Cartoons. Did that one by myself. That Subjects that are near and dear to my heart, things I grew up with that I still love to talk about to this day. Bigfoot was, when I was a kid, a real monster. Mm-hmm. You know, Evil Knievel was the all-American hero, you know, that every kid wanted to be. And if you had a bicycle, you were Evil Knievel. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Saturday morning cartoons, a thing that generations of kids since then is very sad, have no knowledge of, never grew up with. But getting up on Saturday mornings was one of the greatest things in the world when you were a kid. Indeed. Yeah. All right, number 26 is the Rocky Horror Picture Show with me. It's just a jump to the left. There's tons to say there. It was a great episode. Go listen to it. Listen to that episode. <laughs> if I start talking about that, I'm going to keep on for another hour. Number 27, The Incredible Melting Man. I think we said about everything needs to be said about that during the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Number 28 is Planet of the Apes. It's a manhouse! A manhouse! It's number 29 is Planet of the Apes Part 2. Clayton and I talking about Planet of the Apes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that was a phone-in. And I think that was, the, that was the first time you did a phone-in, right? I think so. So technically, the sound on that might not be the greatest, but, you know, this is a learning process for us. Yeah. You know, if you if you see what we're working with here in the lounge, you'd probably go, how the hell are you doing this? <laughs> we're not terrible. No, but, you know, I've seen other people do podcasts where they have the, the big windscreen and the permanent, the big microphone yeah, true. and big-ass headphones and the stuff all set up to couple of computers and all this big mixing board and you've got a board we got two tin cans and a string here is what we're working <laughs> with uh number 30 is called the short one what did you talk about on that i don't even remember it was probably another intermission type episode a yeah. streaming stream of conscious it was just, just you though right i don't think i was on that that um, might be a surprise i don't remember i was probably talking about uh upcoming events past events and um just whatever was on my mind at the time. Alrighty. Then. I think it was a, a filler because of the same thing. Because of time, mm-hmm. we didn't have time to get an episode in, yeah. and it was something was due Monday, and instead of postponing it, like which sometimes we have to do. Yeah. Sometimes they don't come in on time. We got to skip to the next week because real life gets in the way. And I think this is one. It was just like I'm gonna let's just get something out there. Yeah. You know. Um, number thirty-one, thirty-two, and thirty-three are live-action superheroes on the screen. That was with uh, Professor Sam Batman. Yeah, so that's the second time we've done a phone-in, and I remember Sam sounded like he was in a tin can the entire episode. It bugged the crap out of me, and I could not get it cleaned up. <laughs> so we have since gotten, I apologize yeah. for you listening to that one, but it's the material and Sam are very interesting to listen oh, to. We had and a lot, lot of I mean, fun. Three episodes worth. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah, and I'm sure we grumpy old man did a bit. Just kind of fun sometimes, <laughs> but that's a you know the live action superheroes. People are all about the Marvel movies and the DC movies now, and you forget that well, you know, live action superheroes have been in live action on film since the forties, just sparse and far between on in movies and television. So yep. we talked about a lot of stuff there. Yeah, good episodes. 
34 is uh, Gargoyles. That one was awesome. Oh, Gargoyles, a, a TV movie. That's with me. Oh, yeah, you and I did that. It's one of my favorite 70s TV movies I remember from being as a kid. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. 35, It's Alive. That was with me. Yep, It's Alive. Larry Cohen's It's Alive. You talk about drive-in grindhouse movie. That's one of the greatest, uh, not so much infamous, but this one I think everybody's like heard of one way or another. Yep, 36, Logan's Run. Oh, what's the, what do you say about Logan's Run that it's we hadn't amazing. already said? Yeah. Go listen to it and watch the movie. Uh, 37, The Devil's Reign. <laughs> <laughs> Devil's Reign. That was me. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, first time you had seen it, I think. Yeah, it was. And I'll never forget The Devil's Reign. <laughs> no, no, no. Shatner. You got Tom Skerritt, William Shatner, Ernest Borgnine, John Travolta. That's all you said. need to know. Go watch it. <laughs> Number 38, Omega Man. Clayton comes back, and we talk about one of the greatest films ever made. Charlton Heston's The Omega Man and his honky paradise, brother. <laughs> That's for you, Tony. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite movies. Another, and again, another one I remember seeing as a young kid after Doctor Mad Blood one night. So number thirty nine is one of my newest favorite movies, Monolith Monsters. I am so glad that you love that movie like I do, and I got to introduce you to it. <laughs> That's one that I think that we watched on DVD, and then did I order it on Blu-ray? No, Tony did. Tony just, got it yeah, on Blu-ray. That's the right. Other day. To, on on our recommendation, we were talking about it at yeah. Monster Bash. And Tony's like, okay, you sold me. I got to, I got to see it again. Yeah. So he ordered it on Blu-ray, and got it in. And I don't think he got to finish watching it yet, though. Did, Unless he did. After oh, okay. We talked. I have to talk to him about it. But yeah, yeah that's a, oh man. Anyhow. Listen to that podcast. It, that's one of those movies that Monolith Monsters. What? Yeah. You got to be kidding yeah. me. Listen to the podcast. Watch the movie with new eyes. Yep. Forty is the Beast Within. The Beast Within is one of those movies that. It's not really a throwaway, but it's not one people think about too often. And when we watched it, I think it was only the second time I had ever seen it. So it's a little interesting little film. Definitely a drive-in movie. Yep. 41, The Fun House. Okay. You can have your Jason. You can have your Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger. Talk about 80s horror movies. It's The Fun House for me all the way. There you go. 42, Grave of the Vampire. I think I did this one by myself. I um, think you did. Grave of the Vampire, another one I remember watching on Dr. Mad Blood when I was a kid and then getting to see it as an adult and loving it just as much. And the Im- there's a lot of imagery in it that stuck with me all those years. And the coolest thing about it is, for me personally, my favorite character actors of all time, William Smith, plays, the lead, plays a good guy in it. He usually plays bad guys. And over the last so many years... We've actually got to know and become friends, my folks, and then you and I, with Bill and his wife, Joanne, who's, Joanne's just a sweetheart of a person and so, yeah. so nice. They're both great people. Yeah. we got, I mean, we actually you know, had lunch, dinner with them a couple of times. It was just really blows my mind, you know, that we got to know them. And it's just amazing. 43 gimmicks and ballyhoo. I, I said it all in that episode. Yep. I could gush over how much I love that that aspect of movie making that's it was so prominent at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, forty four is Halloween two thousand sixteen. Uh, and again, that was another short one, I guess, or a one off me reminiscing about Halloween and what it meant to me growing up as a kid and mm-hmm. experiences through the years with the Halloween season and et cetera. A good a good nostalgic episode. Forty five is the Warriors. 
Believe Brother Eckridge came back for that. Craig and I talking about one of our mutual favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time, The Warriors. Amazing film. Watch it. Yep. 46 is The Chief Detective. Uh, you and I talking about uh, yep. the, ama- the amazing Peter Falk. Yeah. Doing <laughs> this Neil Simon movie, The Chief Detective. Again, one we broke away from horror and sci-fi, but well worth it. Uh, yeah. Just an amazing, if you get a chance to watch it, watch it. Yep. Great film. 47, Mad Ron's Previews from Hell. One of my favorite is a personal movie to me. I remember talking about it in that episode, getting the VHS of that from Errol's video in the 80s and just being taken aback how much fun that film was. And um, have since uh, become Facebook friends with Nick Paolo and the, uh, his partner, Happy, the zombie uh, ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> on that. <laughs> And uh, that's really cool. I hope to meet him one day in person. That would be a lot of fun. 48 Silent Rage. Oh, you and I did that. That's I said it all in an episode. It's a Chuck Norris film, but don't let that sway your opinion of it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's it's a horror film, and Chuck Norris happens to be in it. Yeah, yeah. That's all. 49 Godzilla versus Megalon. My favorite Godzilla film of all time. Enough said. Jet Jaguar. Who did that with you? I think I did that by myself. Okay. Danger Diabolics, number 50. I think you and I did that one, didn't we? I think we did. Yeah. I know that... Yeah, I think we did. That... Oh, man. You taught us such a stylistic Euro super thief film. Part of me thinks that might have been Tony, though, because I know that Tony likes that so much, but... We'll have to go back and listen to it and see. Yeah, we? I mean, we've all, all three of us have talked about That's that together so much, and so, about it so much. And so I can't it remember times. what yeah. actually was recorded, but yeah. anyway. It's uh, a surprise. Go listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Number 51 is Maniac. That was you and me. Uh, you know, an overlooked film, but a great grindhouse slasher film. If you've never seen that, again, I say this about every film we watch or we talk about, it, but if you like slasher movies, and this is not Jason or Freddy. This is a gritty street level, crazy slasher guy. This is and a nice little slice of New York at the time. Number fifty-two, Doctor Sin and Night Creatures. That's one of my favorites. Oh, that was a good episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, both those movies I love for different reasons, mm-hmm. and we talked about it on that. But Doctor Sin and the Scarecrow, it will always be one of my favorites. Yeah, and Night Creatures. Blew me away. Oh, well, it. it's Pete. Well, Pete, yeah. <laughs> you know, Peter Cushing in anything. Yep. Man could read the phone book and I'd love it. 53, Hanna-Barbera Heroes. That was you. That was just me by myself. Uh, a little personal aside episode to the weird heroes of the Hanna-Barbera heyday of cartoons. 54, The Arena. Yeah, you and I did that. That yep. was uh, Pam Greer right there. Yep. Pam Greer, Roger Corman. That's all you need. That's all you need, man. 55, Invasion of the B-Girls. That was you and Tony. Me and Tony. Another William Smith film, playing a good guy. Yep. 56, The Toolbox Murders. Another 70s slasher type film, uh, Cameron Mitchell, Wesley from Land of the Lost. Yep. 57, Die, Monster, Die. Later, Karloff film. Very interesting film. Yep. 58, Something Weird. Me gushing. And more gushing. And more gushing over the video company, Something Weird Video, and the catalog they put out of bizarre forgotten films. 
look them up if you've never seen anything about something weird. They're it's amazing. It's an acquired taste. Their stuff is a is a wide range and gamut of styles and directors and types of films. And it's not just, very few actually like horror and genre stuff, even though some of that is in there. But just unexplainable mm-hmm. uh, films. But thank thank God they exist to put that stuff out that would have been lost. Yep, fifty nine is Rima Williams. Said it before, said it again. Craig came back, talked about a movie that we love. Yep, yep. And you, you, know. you guys talk about the books a little bit. And, and, and that's and the, a good episode. Just go listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good episode because we talk about how the books led us into the movie and then back to the books type of thing. Yep, yep. And you did something different on that one. You actually did like a giveaway because you had contact from the person who did the Oh, yeah, yeah. Book it, it, was it was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. The, um, the We did the episode. And then one of the guys that's been writing the current books listened to the episode and liked it and gave us a couple books to give away as yeah, prizes. That so neat. that was that was awesome and a big thanks uh, for that. By yeah, the way. very cool. Uh, number sixty is Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. Amazing. Love that movie. Hammer. This should have been a series. Yes, sixty one. The Beast Must Die. A Beast Must Die is is one of those not so much a guilty pleasure of mine, but it's one of those films I like. And have to go back and watch every couple of years, but it's not one that I love to death. Yeah. But it had a gimmick. 62, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. Tony returning, and we uh, just dive into a a fun uh, Hammer film when, you know, hey, Peter Cushing. 63, The Legend of Hell House. You and I, talking about one of the best Haunted Houses films made out there. Roddy McDowell, enough said. 64, It Conquered the World. It conquered the world. Corman, early Corman, Beulah, the big monster. If you don't know what the Conqueror the World monster looks like, I can't help you. Nope. 65, Horror Hosts. I believe that was one Mr. Adams came on, wasn't it? Yes. And we talked about Horror Hosts in general and both from different perspectives of both of us growing up with the Horror Hosts we watched and then his career a little bit. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. 66, The Hideous Sun Demon. One of my favorite Atomic monster movies, mm-hmm. not a giant monster movie, but a man monster movie, and that was that was a great film. Sixty seven Salem's Lot. First time I had watched it all the way through Indeed. was when you and I watched it, and was really liked it a lot. Yeah. Sixty eight Werewolves on Film. It's kind of a all encompassing. I think it was just me just giving an overview of the history of werewolves on film, and then uh, like maybe my top five favorite werewolf films and talking about them a lot. Yep, 69 Buyers Beware. Uh, Sam comes back and we talk about, this was so much fun this episode, talking about all those things, you those ads in the back of comic books growing up as a kid, like the Sea Monkeys and the 10 in 1 Scope and Build Your Own Atomic Submarine and your life-size monster you could buy. Yeah, If you have, you know, a love for the nostalgia and things like of that That's stuff, a great episode. you got to check that one out. That was so much fun. 70 is The Corpse Grinders. Oh, God, why did I talk about that movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love I love those cheap, low-budget, crappy grindhouse films from the 60s and 70s like that. That's one of those. That's for sure. That's it. <laughs> 71, The Monster Club. You know, that might be one of the first anthology films uh, talked about on the podcast, I think. The Monster Club, I, it's one of those amicus-type films with uh, Vincent Price, John Carradine doing wraparound segments to three or four different short little films mm-hmm. and then wrapping them together. Gotcha. You know, it, it's, that was good. 72, The Vampire. 
the vampire. That was us. That was amazing. Uh, a surprise. Yeah. A surprise at how good a film that was. Yeah, we were very yeah. surprised. Yeah. Uh, 73 Burnt Offerings. Va- let me go back. Vampire real quick. Okay. That one was so... We watched it on DVD and it was so good. We enjoyed it so much that I ordered it on a Blu-ray right after that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Burnt Offerings? Yeah. Burnt Offerings. Burnt Offerings. John Dimes via satellite over the mm-hmm. phone comes in and we talked about the movie a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got a little bit in there. That was a tangent episode, boy, and that was, lots a, that was lots, a lot of fun. Lots of laughing. We don't get to see John enough. Yeah, if you want to laugh a lot, listen to that episode. Uh, if you can understand what we're saying between all the laughter from laughing. us. <laughs> 74 is Bruce Lee. Ah, uh, that was me by myself talking about one of the, another subject near and dear to my heart. Growing up, getting in, interested in martial arts, Bruce Lee was my hero. Still is. And still is. I still, you know, I, the shape I'm in now, you'd never know, but. <laughs> but I still love Bruce Lee and look up to him and admire him and always, you know, and always did as a, as a kid. And so that was my my tribute to Bruce Lee. 75, Taste of Blood of Dracula. Was that back with Tony? I don't remember. It, it had to have been. Yes, it was Tony. I remember it well now. It just popped into my head what we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. The Christopher Lee uh, Taste of the Blood of Dracula. Cool. And uh, it's a different, uh, a little different Dracula film, but it was it's good. 76, King Kong, 76. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> didn't even notice that. I didn't notice it either. Uh, that was the first monster movie I saw in the theater as a kid. And the episode, I talk about all that stuff. 77, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Joe comes back to the podcast and we talk about one of the, probably the best horror comedies ever made. Is that when I was in the hospital? I think so, because uh, Joe actually Joe, edited that for yeah. us. By the way, Joe, thanks a lot. Joe Joe jumped in and, oh, man, and did yeah. the editing sending, and everything. Sending I was files the through the through the interwebs back and forth, and yeah. uh, big help on that one, Joe. Thanks a lot. 78 is Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Uh, you and I talking about Harryhausen. Indeed. You know, there you go. Good film. 79, good film. The Killer Elite. This is a 70s James Caan movie, The Killer Elite. Nice little 70s grindhouse type of adventure film with some martial arts and stuff, and uh, James Caan, man, you know. 80, I saw what you did. A castle film I was not aware of and happened upon one day in Walmart of all places. Mm-hmm. Bought it without even, I saw William Castle, I saw what you did, grabbed it. Didn't even look at the back. Picked it up, came home, watched it, loved it. <laughs> 81, Straight Jacket. Got on a William Castle kick <laughs> uh, after that. So we watched Straight Jacket, Joan Crawford, William Castle. Mm-hmm. Listen to the episode. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yep. Uh, William Castle stuff is so much fun. The gimmicks he had. Whether they were elaborate or small, he had something to make you want to watch the film. Absolutely. 82 is Gorgo. One of my favorite giant monster movies, the British Godzilla, but a different kind of giant monster movie. Yep. 83, The Undertaker and His Pals. That's one of those movies that's so bad it's good to watch. Or maybe it's not that good, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. 84, The House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill holds up. Uh, a couple of jump scares in it to this day are st- still work, even when you know they're coming. Yes. And it's Vincent Price. Walter Hill, Vincent Price, done. 85, Blood and Lace. Did I say Walter Hill? Did you say Walter Hill? Didn't mean Walter Hill. I meant Jack Hill, <laughs> I think. House on Haunted Hill. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Blood and Lace? 85, Blood and Lace. This one is uh, was such a relief to finally be able to watch. And as I say in the podcast, it's one of those that there was one scene, an image in this film that I had in my head since I saw it on a Saturday afternoon as a kid, 
and did not know what, could not remember the name of the movie was. And finally, over conversation with some friends at lunch one Sunday afternoon, I blurted out the scene and they're like, oh yeah, that's Blood and Lace. And my jaw dropped and hit the table. <laughs> Immediately sought this movie out. We watched it and we had to do a podcast on it. It's a, it's a good film. 86, Gothic to Pastoral, Horror Movie Settings. That's one. We got Tony and Sam together and the three of us discussed. In a cabin in the woods. In a cabin in the woods. Over Thanksgiving. Yeah, over Thanksgiving weekend in the deep woods of Luray, Virginia. We, that was a uh, great weekend. That was a fun weekend. It really was. We'll have to do it again. Yep. But we talked about the how the shift in horror movies, the scenes went from a gothic setting to more non-scary settings and pastoral settings, which made them become scary after that. Mm-hmm. 87, Road Games. Uh, an Australian film with Stacey Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis. And it's a road picture with a killer on, and they're on the run from him. And it's a very unique film. Indeed. Appropriately numbered 88, Buckaroo Banzai. That's all you need to say, Buckaroo Banzai. Indeed. The episode tells a story, and if you haven't seen the movie, you, it, you, know, you need to, and if you love it, you love it, and if you don't, you don't. I mean, <laughs> there's no in-between. 89, The Haunting. The Haunting, one of those films I had been wanting to see forever and had a copy of it and just never got around to it. And we finally watched it. And The Haunting, what The Legend of Hell House was based on, what yep. the show Netflix did, the, the whatever the show they did, what it was based on, which was based on a book, which we need to actually read sometime. Number 90, The Sentinel. Good 70s possession horror film weird movie very weird movie. <laughs> yeah 91 jd's revenge oh black exploitation horror right there this one doesn't get lumped in with the other ones a lot with blackula and dr black and mr high and sugar hill because it's more of a kind of a ghost possession film mm-hmm. you know gangster film but yeah, yeah i'll talk about it in the podcast all about that stuff all right tourist traps number 92 one of those films that i really wanted it to be better than it was starts off really good it's still okay throughout the movie. We talk about it on the podcast, but it's a good late 70s, early 80s Tanya Roberts vehicle. <laughs> 93, Lost Skeleton of Cadavra. Oh, my God. One of the best send-ups, spoofs, tributes, whatever, to the 50s atomic age uh, sci-fi movies yep. ever made. That's just You need to see that if you haven't seen it yep. yet. 94 is Humanoids from the Deep with me. Corman, 80s, Monsters in the Water. Fun film. 95, Star Crash. One of the worst (laughs) sci-fi films ever made. Ever. And for that reason, you must see it. Christopher Plummer. Worst means best, maybe. Christopher Plummer, (laughs) Caroline Monroe, Marja Gortner, for God's sake. Amazing makeup and hair. And The Hoff. Just watch it. Yeah. 96, Piranha, 1978. Oh, Corman. Corman's answer to Jaws. Yeah. Piranha. 97 is The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Where the all the giant monster movies started. Yep. The inspiration for Godzilla. 98 is Them. One of the best giant mo- atomic monster movies from the 50s. Uh, you know, ask anybody. Don't take my word giant for it. Giant ants. Yeah. 99, The Alligator People. I'll kill you, alligator man! Chaney Jr. Stealing the show. 
as the alligator man. Mm-hmm. Well, not as the alligator man, as the, the Cajun, the hook hand Cajun hunting the alligator man. And then here we are. Here we are, the 100th episode. Yeah. So, so I guess we got everybody. If you're still with us <laughs> through all that. <laughs> a little brief synopsis of all 100 episodes. If, in case you've missed anything, you have a checklist now you can go back and listen to. It's been a fun ride doing this, and we're going to keep on doing it as long as it, it's fun, as long as it's still fun. You know, you and I will keep doing some more. Tony and I'll do some. Uh, the the other guys that I've talked to, hopefully get them back on here when we can get our schedule straight and talk about some other stuff. And there's still so many other movies out there I want to yeah. talk about. Right. And, and if watch. anybody has any suggestions, feel free to uh, write them into the email or yeah. on Facebook, either way. Yeah. Coming up soon, hosting the Flick It Friday program at The Narrow. Oh, yeah. So if you want to see some you know, movies at the theater and you're, you know, can get to the narrow and Norfolk, Virginia here. July 19th, this Friday, July 19th, 2019, I'll be hosting the Dark Crystal at the narrow. So if you get, have not seen that in the theater and you want to see it, uh, come on out and check it out. And the following Friday, the 26th, will be John Waters' Crybaby, two vastly different movies. Yep. And then the 27th and 28th is Fantasy at the Chesapeake Central Library. Rob and I will be set up to sell Rob's uh, art and some other collectible stuff we have laying around. So come out to Fantasy. What's that date again? Uh, July 27th and 28th, 2019. It's a two-day mini sci-fi convention, and it's free and open to the public. You can't beat free. That's right. I mean, all you do is costing gas to drive by there. Come on, folks. So, yeah, come on by and say hi, and we'll yeah. talk about movies and stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Come and tangents. Company. <laughs> <laughs> and buy some stuff. But, um... <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, so I hope we didn't bore anybody with our, our little reminiscence here. I, I tried not to elaborate too much since the episodes we talk about all that stuff, but, you know, I need to say a little bit about each one, and I could go on and say more about each one, and... And a, you do in a, the episodes. A lot more about some and a lot less about some. You know? <laughs> but thanks for listening. Those people who've been listening since the beginning, I really appreciate it. And thanks to people who've jumped on at any time and keep listening. It's it's great. I, you know, I, I love talking about this stuff. We both love talking about stuff like this that we love. And it's always great to find people that love it as much as we do. So... I think that's about it. Keep your ears open for the next episode, the Phantasm. Yep, Phantasm will be in two weeks. And until then, thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.